Let's pick up that Flamid Dalit Ahmed Aleph, where we started New Gemara last night, which is really the Ika Damasnula. It's the same Jerusha that we had with the Tatsafa from the Pasuk in Yechezkel. We just had a different verse, slightly different version from the first way the Gemara had it, basically, of who said what. We'll pick up over there. It's Lamed Aleph Ahmed Aleph, about 12 lines down, probably. In the middle of the line, there's a dot. Ika Damasnila Lahaikra Amasnisa. There are those who taught this um, this pasuk with with the brisa in the brisa as follows. Kach almayim rabim. The pasuk says, Kach almayim rabim to take. I took from a great a place of great water, tafsafa samo, and you set yourself up, and it was set up as a tafsafa. Um, right? We, we explain that to mean that Hashem saying, I, I set you up. I put you in a place with great water, great great resources, where you could have really made something of yourself. And you, you set yourself up, all you came out with was Tatsafa as an inferior a downgrade from what I really set you up for. You did not meet the potential that I gave you. Maskev Rabzeira, Rabzeira asked a question on this Vidilma Purushi Kamatharish. Maybe the Pasuk is just explaining what happened, meaning that maybe the Pasuk is not written in the form of a Tochacha, which from the context of the Psukim, you'll see that it is a Tochacha. If you read the, the Psukim of the Nechazgul, in Nechazgul, it is a Tochacha, it is a rebuke that Hashem is giving from the context of the Psukim. But Rabzeira asks, maybe the Pasuk is just kind of saying as follows, Rabin, I set you up, or I took you from a place of Mayim Rabin with great water, Great resources, mind you, and what is that? Tough tzafa, and it became a, a, a tough tzafa. I mean, a tough tzafa. Maybe that is the top tier. Maybe that is the first class spitz. What it should have been, and it's not an inferior product. To which the Gemara says, no. Im Kane, if that's what it meant, if it meant to say that that was the spitz, then my sumo. What's the word sumo doing? The word sumo was implying that I set you up for first class. And you, Samo, you set yourselves up as something else, as lower, as inferior. From the word Samo, that it shows that, that we, the Klal Yisrael, did something different. They set themselves up differently, or not to the level that it should have been, to, not to the level that Hashem really set them up for. Omer Abi Abo, and the, the, the continuing Omer Abi Abo, who says, Omer Kodesh Baruch Hu, he's explaining what's going on in the Psukim, Omer Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hashem is saying, Ani Amarati, I say, Sheyuhu Yisrael lefana kikachom ayim rabim. I say that, um, that Klal Yisrael should be in front of me, kikachom ayim rabim, like something that is taken from great water, something that is taken from a place with great resources, great potential. And what could that have been, or what is that, that would have been from a great resource from the Mayim Rabim? Arava is an Arava. That's the top of the line, first class item that it should have come out from that. But they set themselves up, or all they came out with was like a Tzafzafa Shebaharim, a Tzafzafa of the mountains, a lower grade item than what they really should have had. The Gemara brings a Braisa that uh, tells us the different characteristics of an Arava versus a Tzafzafa. Tan Rabbanon, the Rabbanon taught the Braisa, Ezeu Arava, Ezeu Tzafzafa. What is an Arava and what is a Tzafzafa? Arava, Kana Shala Edom. In Arava, the stick, the stem of the Arava is red. The Alashala, the leaves of the Arava, are Mashach, are long, they're elongated, they're long and narrow. Upiha and the edges of the leaves, chalak, are smooth. It's a smooth edge on the leaves. Okay, so the three characteristics of an arava are it has a red stem, it has a uh, long, narrow leaves, and it has smooth-edged leaves. 
Tavtsafa, the Tavtsafa characteristics are its stem is white as opposed to red. Its leaves are round as opposed to long. Upiha, the edges of the leaves, Doma Lamagal, are like a sickle. It has a serrated edge. It has like teeth, a serrated edge going around the side of the leaves. Twitch the Gemara now asks from Abraisa, Iva Hatanya. Abraisa, so we have Abraisa that says, Doma Lamagal Kosher. Doma Lamasar Apostle. Abraisa says that if, this, if, the edge, if, the, if the edge of the leaves of the Arava, are like a sickle, if it's serrated like a sickle, meaning it's serrated in one direction, that the teeth kind of point inward towards the handle, then it's kosher. However, if it's dom elamas, or if it's like a saw, that has teeth going in both directions, then it's possible. So how can this b'raisa say that it's only kosher, the arava, it's only an arava if it's smooth on the edge? This b'raisa says that it's kosher even if it's serrated, as long as it's only serrated in one direction, like a sickle. Right, good question. Rabbi says that b'raisa is referring to a chilfagila, which is a version of a hadas, it's a kind of will, of an arava, sorry, a kind of arava, it's a version of a willow, it's called a chilfagila, and it has a serrated edge, and that's what the Bryce is saying. As long as the serrated edge is only in one direction, like a sickle, then it's kosher. But if it's in two directions, like a saw, then it's not acceptable. And that's referring specifically to a chilfagila, which is in the arava family, and it's a kosher arava if it meets that requirement of having a jagged edge only in one direction, like a sickle. <coughs> the Gemara continues. Um, Rabbi. So Abayi says, you see from here, Shmami Noah, you see from here from this b'raisa that we just said is that Abayi just told us is discussing a chilfagila and says that a chilfagila is kosher as long as it um, only has teeth and pointing in one direction. Shmami Noah, you see that high chilfagila kosher la'oshana. You see that a chilfagila is a kosher arava for the hoshanas, for the arbaminim. Did that, yeah? So you are you are translating as that's that's just a that's word yeah yeah there's no I don't know what the Latin word is for that species but yeah it's just a chilfagila it's a kind of tree that's a as Rashi says a min arava kshiru it is another species species of a uh, kasher arava. Um, yeah, just called the chilfagila. So Abayi says that you see from here that a chilfagila is kosher to use in the, as an arava in your arbaminim. Tzitzit Gemara says, yeah, pshita, of course you could use it. Why Why not? Meaning, why is it not kosher? No, I would have thought that it should not be kosher because hol ve'isla shem levai. Since it has a shem levai, it has, it's a, it's not just a standard arava, it has a specific name. It's called a chilfagila. It's not called a willow. It's not called... And Arava, it's called the Chilfagila. So I would think that anything that's a shame Levi, loan is kosher. It's not kosher, because we know we have a general rule that we had a couple times already, like by Azov. The Torah says you have to use an Azov. It means not a Azov Kuchli, right? Not a blue Azov, not a Midbar, a desert Azov. It's got to be a standard issue Azov, a generic Azov. It cannot be a specific, uh, special edition version of an Azov. So here also you would think the Torah wants us to use an Arava, that means we have to use a standard, run-of-the-mill, generic Arava, not a Chilfagila, which is a special version of an Arava that has this different kind of leaves. So why would it be kosher? So right to the Braisa says, the Braisa, you see from the Braisa, you are allowed to use a Chilfagila. Kamash Malan, that you could, you, you may use a Chilfagila for your Arava, for the Arvaminim. So the Shikimara says, Eim 
maybe that's true, meaning maybe attackers should be possible because it is a shame levi. Right? If we have a general rule, the shame levi, a special name of an arava, that it's not a standard arava, but it has it's a special qualifying name of a specific kind of arava, it should be a puzzle. And how can I be? Maybe, maybe taka, it should be a puzzle. You know, why, why is it kosher, actually? So Gemara says, because the Torah says, it gives you a, a kind of a general name. It doesn't tell you specifically use an arava. It says use arvinachal, any willows of a brook. Um, and this chilfagila um, is included in that category of arvinachal. It, it, it falls under that, under that uh, description of an arvinachal. So therefore, it's not excluded. It's not a shame Levi would be if the Torah told you to use an azov. Use an azov. So you can't use a special version of an azov. But here the Torah doesn't say use an arava. The Torah says use arvinachal. Any brook, any brook, any willow of a brook. So this is a willow of a brook. It falls in that family of willows. Yeah? Because we said it doesn't even have to grow by the Nachal. Because that was the Jerusha we had. Our very plural we said it doesn't even have to grow by the Nachal. So Anything in the family. Really the whole family. Yeah. 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 Even if it didn't specifically this one grow by a knuckle. Right. Okay, new Gemara. The Gemara is, well, let's see, okay, Amr of Christo. Rav Christo says, Hani Tzalas Mili, these following three items, these next three things, Eshtani Shamayu, they got their name changed. Ishtani changed Shemaya their names. Their names changed. Michichar of Ethemikdash and Ethemikdash was destroyed. So, the, so Rav Chifta is going to tell us three things that changed names after the Ethemikdash was destroyed. I don't know if there's any connection to the Ethemikdash being destroyed and that's why these names changed. I don't know. But for whatever reason, these things, we'll see in a minute what they are. Their titles, or they got uh, interchanged, two items switched names when the Ethemikdash was destroyed. Chalafta Arvasa, Arvasa Chalafta. These two items called the Chalafta and an Arvasa, which in our language, the Chalafta is what we're just talking about, the Chilfagila. Chilfagila that we're just talking about, the special version of an Arava, is the Chalafta. Um, sorry, one second, never mind. I'm, Sorry, sorry, it's not the Chilfagila. Sorry, never. It's not the Chilfagila, it's the Tatsafa. Okay, as I said, I was like, no. I got myself confused in Rashi. Look in Rashi, so you all see what I'm saying. The, the second wide line, the very wide lines of the very wide lines of Rashi. The second wide line, the end of the lines of Chilfa Arvasa. That's the words we're talking about. The Chilfa and Arvasa. The argument says Chalafta. Lav Hainu Chilfagila. Sorry, this is not the Chilfagila. Right? So I got myself confused. This is not the Chilfagila. Ela Tavtsafa. This is the Tavtsafa. It changed its name from Tzavtzofa, and now it's called an Arava. Okay, so the Gemara is telling us, or Rav Chisda is telling us, the Chalafta changed names with Arvasa, and Arvasa changed names with Chalafta, which in our language means Arava changed name with Tzavtzofa, and Tzavtzofa changed names with Arava. So right, we know from the Mishnah, Tzavtzofa is no good, Arava is good. But now all of a sudden... Tatsafa and Arava changed names, so you got to keep track of, you know, what's what. Can I see one quick question? Yeah. <coughs> and Arava is a generic name, let's say, for the Merle brand. Willow. 
Willow. Willow. Willow. Willow. Tzafzafah or Tzafzafah. Is that a different category? I don't know the English word for a Tzafzafah. I don't know if a Tzafzafah is in the Willow family or not. I don't know what it's called in English. It's similar, but it has differences. We just saw the differences. Different color stem, different shaped leaves. It may or may not be under the family name. Right. I don't know. But apparently it's close enough that the Mishnah felt the need to tell us this is not an Arava, right? It doesn't tell us an oak tree is not an Arava, right? So I guess it's somehow similar enough that the Mishnah needed to point out this is not an Arava. So the so Rav Christus says there's these change names, the Chalaf Chalfasa or Chalafta and the Arav and the Aravasa switch names. Lamaynafkamina back in the Gemara, Lamaynafkamina. Why do we care that these two things switch names, swap names with each other? Lulav, because when it comes to your Lulav, you need to know what you're buying for your Aravaminim. You need to make sure that what you're getting, even if it's called Tzafzafa today, it's really what was originally called an Arava. And if it's called an Arava now, maybe that's what was originally called the Tzafzafa. So make sure when you're getting your Arba Minim for your Lulav, you're not mixing up because the name's changed. So keep Cheshven, make sure that you're buying the right thing you need to be buying for your Arba Minim. Uh, that was item number one that switched names. What was the second thing that switched? So we're going to have three things that switch names. We're really going to have a fourth one, but don't tell anyone. Um, so that was the three. That's the first one. The second one is lost the place. Shipura chatzot rasa and chatzot rasa shipura, which in our language would be chatzot rasa and shofar. Like the same same shofar as Aramaic versus Hebrew. Shofar and chatzot rasa switch names with each other. Um, right, we know shofar is shal ayil and it's it's. Um, Bent, chatzosros are straight, and they're not from an isle. They're not from a ram. from a different animal. Um, so you need to know which one. So the mind asking me, no, why do you need to know? Who cares whether to change change names? Shofar and chatzosros, chatzosros and shofar. Obviously, the shofar is for Rosh Hashanah. You need to know if you're getting a shofar for Rosh Hashanah. Make sure that what you're getting is what the Torah calls a shofar. Not that we switch names, so now a shofar is called a chatzos, and a chatzos is called a shofar. Make sure you're keeping cheshven that you're getting what you need to be getting. What's the third item that changed names? Pisarta and pisora. Pisora, pisarta. The two things called pisarsa versus pisora and pisar versus pisarsa. What do those mean? Those both mean tables. One of them is a large table, one is a small table. I don't remember which is which. Did Rashi say which is which? Um... No, Rashi just says one is big, one is small. Um, yeah, okay. One of these means a small table, one of them means a big table. And somewhere along the road, after they switch names. So what do you need to know? Why do I care which one is a big table, which one is a small table? Why do I care? For you doing business. You put in an order for a, for a pesora, and you think you meant a big table, and the guy charged you for a big table, and you paid for what you thought you were paying for a big table, and then the delivery truck comes in there's this little table. So that's Mecca Are you entitled to, right, what did you really order? So you have to know what each name is. So that's Mecca You need to know what's a pisar, what's a pisarta. The names change. You need to keep track of, make sure that you're, you're getting what you mean to be getting, or you're selling what, you mean, what he means to be buying, you know, for that, for that kind of thing. So, right. You think you're buying an Arava. You think you're buying an Arava. You think you're buying an Arava for your Arava and he told you, he sold you a puzzle. Right. Yeah. 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 So those were the three things. Yeah. The name change in the Gemara 
Right. It sounds like a colloquially. Right. It sounds like colloquially it changed nicknames or whatever. Yeah. Right. Because obviously everyone knows you need to blow a chauffeur. Right. You don't blow the chazos. That's right. I assume it's like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so those are the three things that Rav Christus says change names. We're going to have actually two more things. I said one more. There's really going to be two more. Omer Abaye, Abaye says, Af Ani Omer, I have another one that changed names. Beikasi Huvlila and Huvlila Beikasi. The Huvlila and the Beikasi are two of the um, stomachs that are in a cow. Cows have four stomachs. Um, the Rav knows he's better than I do, but there are two of the two of the stomachs. One of them is called the beikasi, like a besakosa, so like a, it looks like a bunch of cups. The other one is called the huvlila. So you need to know that apparently they changed names somewhere along the road. That they changed again, whoever it was changed the names of these of two of the four stomachs. With they uh, swapped them. Lamaynafkimino, why do I care which one is called the beikasi, which one is called the huvlila? Lamachat hanimtza beove besakosos. Because you have an, if you have a needle that ends up being found in the wall of the besakosos, so there's a local If you have, let me see if I can get this. Rashi explains it, but let me see if I can do it. Um, when we look for a hole in, in a in an organ, is obviously a trefa. A hole in the organ will be a trefa. So if there's a needle that goes through the entire thickness of um, of an organ, so then it, it's a trefa. It's a trefa. And different, the different um, sections of the stomach, the four different sections, have different rules about where the needle will, when the needle will, when a needle in there will passel or will, will trafe will trafe up the uh, the stomach. If it's going only into one end versus if it's going all the way through. And the base, I can't remember which is which. Um, the base acosos, if it's only going in one side, then it's fine. If the base acosos has a needle going in, it'll still be kosher because it won't pu- won't puncture all the way through. Whereas the Lila is thinner, right? The Havlila is thinner, and it, if there's a needle there, it'll probably go through the whole thing and trafe it up. So you need to know which one is the Havlila, which one is the Besakosos, because if you have a needle in one of them, you have to know if the Besakosos... Yeah, but on the Besakosos, we assume it did not go through. So, that, so you need, But the Havlila, once you see it in, then it's a problem. So the problem is, if you have to know which is which. You have to know if it's the Besakosos, then the needle is still okay. If it's the Havlila, the needle's not okay. So make sure you know which one is the real Besakosos and not the new version of Besakosos, and which one is the original, you know, the real Havlila versus the fake, you know, the new, the new version. I know, I was wondering that. I, I, I was wondering that. Yeah, I, I guess because you were saying, and I, I don't know. Right, but at the same time, I have to see if it's going all the way through or not all the way through. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much of a difference, if it's a naked eye kind of thing, or I don't know. I really don't know. What do you mean? Hmm? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can see the four stomachs from outside. I'm saying this is the outside of the animal. 
and you don't know when the puncture is all the way through, or just you know. I don't know if you can see the four. I don't know if you can see the four stomachs from outside the animal. I don't know if you can see the four stomachs from outside the animal. I don't think you can see the four stomachs from outside the animal. I think it's only after. Oh, I don't know what the rule would be, but that. I, 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 I don't, yeah, I don't know if that'll go. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, just where it's inside. That's a different case. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, let's just do one more finish. We're going to finish up this. Uh, the Gemara ends a new Mishnah on the next uh, two more lines. So let's just do one more thing to change names by the Chormit HaMikdash. Omar Rava Bar Yosef. Af Ani Omer. I also say another thing to change names. Bavel and Borsif. Borsif and Bavel. So Borsif and Bavel change names with each other. Now Bavel we know is in Bavel. Borsif is in Eretz so somehow they change names. You need to know now which is which. There's not like Kansas City. There's two Kansas Cities. There's in Missouri and one in Kansas. There's something else. You have one Bavel, you have one Borsif, and somehow they change names with each other. Lamayna um, Afkamina, why do I care? Turning time of days. Why do I care which one is called Bavel, which one is called Borsif? Likite Nashim. For Gite Nashim, because you need to know there's a halacha by, by, by Gitten. When a person brings a get, if a Shliach brings a get from Kutzlaret, um, they have to say that they saw it being written and, and, and signed. But if they brought a get from Eretz Yisrael, it's not required for them to say So you need to know where this is coming from. So the guy Bavel is a bursif, the Eretz Yisrael is not. So you need to know where this guy's coming from to know the status of uh, for the for the get. Let's stop over here.